Well, hello, everybody. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Dream Chaser podcast, where we are overcoming barriers to put our dreams in motion. And so today I have somebody very special to, to me that is a guest today. She is not only my sorority sister, it's okay that I call you my profile. Yes, it is also my profile. <laughs> also, just a, a woman that honestly, I will without a shadow of a doubt say that she has just made a huge impression in my life and the woman that I am today. She is also a business coach. Let me just read you her bio real quick. Her name is Connie Falls. Connie operates the Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur. Life Global a boutique consulting firm that specializes in helping creative entrepreneurs create and organize their business structures. In 2018, she published her first book, Scrambled Eggs, a step-by-step guide with simple but proven principles to help you stop drifting, systematize your business, and chart a path that will unscramble your brain. And I'm really excited to have Connie on this podcast episode because she's actually teaching a session at the dream chaser conference and the name of her session is creative and confused i don't know about none of y'all out there but i'm gonna be honest i suffer from it as well being creative and confused having heck of ideas want to implement them all not always having the right structure for them to go in so they can be effective and so that's why I brought her onto the podcast. That's why I have her being a speaker at the conference. So today, Connie and I are going to have a conversation. But before we jump into the conversation, Connie, I want you to introduce yourself to this lovely audience. And, you know, just tell us about yourself. Tell us about your entre- entrepreneurship journey and where you are right now. So welcome, welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm so honored to be on any anything that has to do with you. It's like it's like an honor altogether because I remember you so long ago in college. Just a sweet little girl. <laughs> and Man. To see your growth is just such a blessing and it's amazing to me. So thank you so much for allowing me to be on the podcast. Thank My you honor. so much for allowing me to be in the Dream Chaser Conference. Whoop, that. Whoop. Let me tell you, I am already jogging. <laughs> I'm getting prepared. You know, I have my makeup palette already out. What? Already the the level of women. Come on, there. Come on. I am excited Yay! about it. Well, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. It so is a little bit good. about me. Uh, my name is Connie S. Falls. I own a small business development firm here in Atlanta, Georgia. ATL, Shody. Yep. <laughs> we focus on helping entrepreneurs in the organizational stage of their business. For those of you that are just getting started and semi-established in your first five years of business, you already know what those struggles look like. And most of the time, the issues that we have is that we've never set the business up properly. We've Hmm. never had the real ground foundation of our business. We kind of, we like cookies, so we opened a bakery. We like, we know how to cut hair, so we opened a barbershop. But those steps in between um, is where things get really shady, especially when it comes to creative entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So we help fill in those blanks with project management, with handling the documentation, a lot of the um, law office work. We have lawyers that work with our company. Mm-hmm. Um, so we help you build the, a strong foundation so you can focus on being creative. I love it because that's so true. 
when like just the pure examples that you gave like you love cookies so you open up a bakery but that doesn't mean like you're a great business person in the sense of organizing your business the systems and all that kind of great stuff and sometimes we feel like we should just do all of it by ourselves because we kind of have to in the beginning so you are like a solution to like so many people's problems in so many different ways correct you know I like to consider myself a solution I'm out here solving problems that's that's what I do every day when I wake up in the morning it's not it's it's a feeling of whose problem am I going to solve today that's what that's on my mind I love it. Whose problem am I going to solve today? That's a tweetable. And y'all should tweet that real quick, though. But I agree. let's do this. Um, And I know right now, and not saying that it's just started, but entrepreneurship is like a really hot thing. Not that everybody wants to do it. But, you know, and let's be honest, even with the government shutdown and things happening, you should have another source of income. So tell me, how did you get into entrepreneurship? How did you get into organizational business? Because I know your master's and your undergraduate undergraduate degree is in those areas. Kind of tell us about your journey. So my journey started, um, I, re- I was one of those kids who were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I really didn't have an answer. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I wanted to do something that was great and I loved people. Mm-hmm. So everything that I've done from my first job working at Marshall's, uh, doing customer service, all of my jobs have been customer service related where I can be hands on with solving problems and actually communicating with people. I love people. Mm-hmm. So as I you know, went to college, uh, paying college in Augusta, went there and got my uh, undergraduate degree in business management. And I still left college, not really knowing the direction that I wanted to go. I still knew that it would be customer service related. But I did have a teacher that was there, Professor Cardenas, who sparked my interest in entrepreneurship and writing business plans and really breaking down the foundation of the business. Mm -hmm. And that really set a fire in me. So even when I left, I got into the construction industry, real estate industry, um, stayed, went back to California. I am from Fresno, uh, California, went back home for a couple of years. And I was like, you know what? I really love the movement that's happening in Georgia right now, especially in Atlanta. So went back to Atlanta, started working on my master's degree, got a master's in organizational management. Now, while I'm in school, um, I'm working for a flooring company because I wanted to stay in the construction industry because I love the the building of anything. So even Mm -hmm. if it's the building uh, of an actual structure or of an actual person. So I loved being in that process. Um, And they were working me to death, girl. I'm I'm talking about... (laughs) I was up at four o'clock in the morning Ooh, because okay. I, I understood and can translate Spanish. So okay. they're like, hey, we need you here with installers. We, we don't have many people that are bilingual here in Atlanta. Thank you, California girl, for moving here. Right. So I started off four o'clock in the morning. I'm up and I wasn't getting home until nine o'clock at night. Ouch. And I did that for two years. And by the end of that second year, I started developing migraines. Mm. Uh, my hair was falling out. I was so exhausted. The money was cool. But I was so physically and literally tired because I gave all day long. It was so bad. I had um, one of the companies who I was uh, overseeing, they had 35 supervisors to where 35 and they all only wanted to talk to me because Connie's going to fix whatever the problem is. I don't Mm. care if I have to go out on site. You guys are missing a screw? Bet. I'm going to go to Home Depot and go pick up a screw so you guys can finish this job. Like they knew that about me. And they mm-hmm. worked me to death, honey. And wow. I was actually driving on the freeway out here in Atlanta. And I started getting a migraine. And I blacked out while I was driving. And I ran into the side of the road. Wow. 
wow. uh, to the side divider. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm not, do- I'm not doing this no more. I'm not. I'm not. And I called and I was like, hey, uh, put the supervisor <laughs> on the phone. I ain't never coming home. <laughs> I quit <laughs> I today. Like, I'm not ever, ever coming back there again. It's wow. over. It's a wrap. I left. You know how you have all your little pictures and everything up in the cube. Mm-hmm. I left it all there. I, you can keep have it. Pictures. Keep, keep it. it. You can keep it. You will never see my face ever again. Wow. I, I can't do it. And, and I, I think. Call, go, ahead, and and I think so many people are in jobs out of convenience, out of comfort level, where they like literally your job is killing you. Yeah, I've, I've it, spoken to so was. many people um, because one, it's not really fueling your passion fully. And at the end of the day, it's time for a change. So you obviously made a shift from you get you didn't even give them a 30 day notice. You was like, bye, no, I give I'm you never coming back a now notice. It's not happening no more. And you yeah. made the shift to entrepreneurship. I know Atlanta is like chocolate city and has all the amazing stuff happening out there. So I thought it would be kind of cool being you being a business coach, a, a, a business organizational strategist for us to play a little game with our audience today and do what I like to call three truths and a lie. No, I'm okay. sorry. Three lies and a truth. And oh, these three lies. Or you know, you you tell me what you got. I like Be- lies. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> because I it's think a lot of lies out there. It's, it's a lot of lies, lies out there. Because that's the thing. Um, you know, we look on Instagram, especially those who, whether we're established um, entrepreneurs or are just getting started, we see people online and we feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do this or whatever. So I thought it would be really cool for our listeners today to really, can you just break down these lies and, and just give us the facts of the matter as it pertains to entrepreneurship and really being successful? Because we, we want these people to be successful, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want everybody to win. So, so tell us what, what do you got? What, what, what you got on your list? Let me see. So lies. What are, what are some of these lies, especially with social media around? It, it's just all lies. So here's lie, no- <laughs> lie number one is the Instagram folks are honest. Ooh. The Instagram is telling the truth. The people are being real about their real lives on Instagram. Now you're going to find a few like you and I, Jennifer, yes. that are really just putting everything out there, but you still don't see all the L's that we've taken. You don't mm, see those of days course. where I couldn't get, you know, I've, I've posted a few things where, you know, it's the transparent side of me where I, I can't get out of bed today. I'm, I'm having anxiety issues. You know, the world is coming down on me. I, you know, the, the days where when I first started, it was literally me and my daughter eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and mm. I had to make decisions on on if the lights were going to stay on or if the gas was going to be on. Come on. Those, that, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. The lie is that entrepreneurship is easy. Yeah. That's the number one lie because yeah. it's, it's not. Your money isn't guaranteed. You know, There's some people that I've told that have come to me for uh, coaching and consulting. Like, keep your day job. Right. Keep your day job because if you're not, a, if you're not ready for this struggle... And, and the issues that come along with being an entrepreneur, you will crumble within yeah. the first year, the first six months. Yeah. Because if you, if you spent your whole life in the corporate atmosphere where you're getting a check every two mm-hmm. weeks, you got insurance. Let me tell you, I just got insurance two weeks ago, and I've been uninsured for about seven years. Oh, wow. Because insurance rates are so high for small businesses. Wow. So, so you want to talk about struggle and this is current. This mm-hmm. is 
making six figures. This is living in a nice house and all yeah. traveling. And this is still in all these years. I've had my business now for 11 years. This is my first year covering myself um, as an entrepreneur with health insurance. And mm. I'm 41 years old. Mm. And th- now that's the truth. That's the truth. The, the lie is that what you see on Instagram is everybody's wins. All these beautiful pictures, these wonderful right. angles, you know, people renting planes for $500 for 30 minutes to go and take pictures on it. Like, those are all the lies. <laughs> lies. <laughs> They're the lies. So so the, the number one lie is that entrepreneurship is easy mm-hmm. and Instagram is real. It, it's not. It's I mean, not. it's not. And you can see real things on there. You can see products and services being offered. But you even have to be aware of what you're buying when you're buying stuff online, the services that you provide. I've had many of my clients that come to me and say, you know, I've been burned by business coaches. Mm -hmm. They've told me that they can do this and they can get me to this level. And all they did was give me, shoot me a PDF and tell me good luck. (laughs) So, so all of that entrepreneurship being easy is a lie. Mm -hmm. Instagram is a lie Mm -hmm. and quitting your job to focus just on your business is a lie. Please don't quit your day job until it's time. So how do you know it's time? You have to create an exit strategy. For me, when when I look, I I had to. The position that I was in, it it was physically and literally making me sick. Yeah, I had to quit my job the way that I did. The the grace was that I did have a little bit of money saved away. And mm-hmm. that my entire family was here and they had a nice warm room waiting on me because okay. I did sleep on the couch. Okay. And okay. I slept on that couch for almost a year at my dad's house, which is mm-hmm. how my business actually started. Gotcha. So when you're thinking about creating an exit strategy, one, you have to decide exactly how much money you need to yep. live yep. Yep. and not just survive. Yep. You to see live. what I'm saying? And, you know, I've had a couple of financial advisors that have, you know, talked in my entrepreneurship accountability program uh, call and talked about how much money you need to be able to have saved. If mm-hmm. you don't have three times your income saved, you need to keep your day job. Mm-hmm. And it seems unrealistic because most people don't even have that saved while they have their day job. Right, right, right. But that puts, that has to put Fire. your mind. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a reality check. Is that one, if you can't manage to save the money that you have now while you're working full time, mm-hmm. you definitely can't do it while you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because nobody thinks about the expenses of running your own business. It seems sexy. They see my Instagram. They're like, oh, Connie works in her pajamas all day long. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely do. But I spent 11 years out in these streets hustling. Eleven. To get to where I got to the level that I am now, and I'm still striving. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's still levels yeah. that I'm looking to achieve. I I see one of my guys. He's online. Neo. He took his whole family. They've been gone for a month. They're in the Philippines. You know, they didn't tra- they're they're gone for a whole month. They're just gone. So mm-hmm. I already know there's still levels that I have to achieve. But if, yeah. if 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 I'm in a job now, you know, looking at the situation that I was in and saying, okay, this isn't physically hurting me. I'm not dying over here. Mm-hmm. I just don't like my coworkers because they always talk and they get on my nerves. Right. You know, sometimes you have to find peace in those dark places. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You have to be able to find that peace and say, I am, my job is to fund my dream. Mm, that's that's it. good. That's the only reason I'm here. Once you get that mindset locked in and say, you know what? Okay. All right. Well, you know what, people? I'm. Thank you for paying me to come in here and come make on. this check. 
so that I can go and spend and invest this money into my business and into my legacy. And if yeah. you can't do that while you're working a full-time job with full-time sexy benefits, yeah, you definitely can't do it as an entrepreneur because you, you're never guaranteed where your money is going to come from. Yeah, and that's good. And especially when you're dealing with a specific service. Now, if you have a product and you have a book and it's online, okay, great. You could throw some marketing dollars behind it or whatever and just hope it succeeds. But if you have a service-based business, like a business coach like you and I, Uh uh if I'm sick, if I'm sick and I'm sick for two weeks or I have to have surgery, God forbid something, a death happens in my family and I can't work, I don't make any money. There's no check. Yeah. Which is why one of the truths is you need to have more than one stream of income. Yeah. You have, you have to. And just like your example of the government shutdown, okay, imagine all of these thousands of people throughout the United States not being able to put, and, and, and think about it in the grand scheme of things. It's mm-hmm. been a month. It's been a month, right? Yep. Six weeks, wherever we are. We're in the four to six week space. But in one month, you have people getting evicted you have mm-hmm. people losing, their, getting their cars uh, repossessed. repossessed. You have folks not being able to pay for their meals because now if we're talking about food stamps being stopped, oh, okay, how am I going to pay? Do you know how much groceries cost? Girl. A gallon of milk are you? I stopped dollars. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't even drink milk anymore. <laughs> get that 99 cent gallon of water. I'm going to be just fine. I would be but, just fine. But, but that shows you the, the the financial space that we're in right now where one month, one month. can put you on the streets because we wow. pass our homeless folks all day long right 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 and we're like how did you end up there oh my god no mm-hmm. nine times out of ten it was just two paychecks two paychecks help that us took today this person that took them out of their home and wow. now you're seeing government workers and those are the most secure jobs those are the good jobs what you those cannot are the good get jobs fu- you can't you can't get fired from a government job. I'm talking about these people at the DMV. You want to talk about the rudest non-customer service having people. Right, Any right. type of TSA agents, especially here in the Atlanta airport, I'm talking about they blowing bubbles in the gun. They throwing a bag. They cannot get fired. And now you're telling me that one month has you where you can't feed your family? Oh, no, I got to have sucks. money from, I have to have another legal, let's be legal. Clear. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Connie, not telling you what to go out here and sell drugs. I'm saying you need a legal, legal option, another stream of income. There is no way that if I lost my voice, God forbid, that I wouldn't be able to get out here and coach and talk to people. Yeah, so true. Wow. That's that's good. So um, I want to ask this question, and I think that's a real reality check for those, you know, um, considering entrepreneurship, those who are in it to get more serious about what you're doing, um, those who are on the fence of leaving their jobs and getting prepared to make that transition. And so, like you said, like you really help um, business owners to make sure they have a strong foundation. So in the session for the Dream Chaser Conference, Creative and Confused, what are you hoping that people leave that session with? They are, first of all, let's talk about what they need to show up with. Oh, they need, go ahead. They need Homework. to show up with, a note. they need to come up, with, they need to come with a notebook. Like, yeah. don't, if you're going to, if you're going to come to this conference, don't come in here just to be doing something and you want to show off your cute outfit. 
this nah. is this is this is not just a socialite event. This is the this is an event. This is a conference where you're coming to get that work. You yeah. hear me? So I yeah. need people to show up with their notebooks and be prepared to take action. Don't I, I don't I don't talk to people that aren't ready for action. My word is execution. They call me the executioner. If you yes. don't don't come to me when you I mean, I love dreamers. We're here to come and dream yeah. together. But once we get done dreaming, Mm-hmm. I need you to get into action. So you need to come in ready to take notes. And what Boom. I want people to leave with is a understanding of systems, right? Mm-hmm. And and when, when we look around at everything that's around us, we don't even acknowledge the systems that are in place to mm-hmm. make sure that things run, right? We look at our laptop and we just open up our little Apple and it, we just get to work. We don't think about the systems that go into making sure it works. Every screen that it has to open, when yeah. we press on the keyboard that it has to work. Somebody thought out the process and the systems behind creating this computer system. Somebody thought about when we think of all the freeways, think about all the freeways in, in, in Oakland and in San Francisco and in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. had to think about how is this process flow going to work? They had to visualize it. Like you came in on my call and talked about visualization. They had to really think about what that looked like and then create the policies, processes, and procedures to make sure that this works. Right? So, yeah. So here's an example that I use in my book. When I was in the sixth grade, I had a teacher, Mr. Lovell, who made us, he stood in front of the class and told us to give him instructions on how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It took us six hours the whole day (laughs) to give him the proper instructions on Mm -hmm. how to make this sandwich because we were trying to skip steps. Ah. Well, we would say, okay, um, get the peanut butter and jelly and put it on the bread. He'd take nope. the bag of bread and take the peanut butter and jelly jar and set them on top of the bread. Right. And then look at us and say, no. Is it done? Nope. It mm-hmm. took us six hours. And imagine how it, we're talking about sheets and sheets and sheets of paper of specific instructions on how to get things done. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's that hard to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, imagine what it looks like trying to build your business. Wow. So if in my business, I say I want to be a business coach, what does that look like for me? Yeah, that yeah. means that every single call that I take, there's an onboarding process. There's an onboarding questionnaire. From that questionnaire, I'm able to, to create all the deliverables and what's measurable for mm-hmm. each one of my clients. And then I'm able to look at that and say, okay, how well did I do in my conversations and my, my calls for this month? There's steps that go into every single business that we create. If I'm a, if I have a bakery and I'm being mm-hmm. pseudo successful, like, oh, I've made a little money, but I want to go ahead and get another bakery. Um, how are you going to go create that if you've never written and create, creating the policies, created the policies, processes and procedures? Yeah. The reason why companies are able to franchise and grow and scale yep. Yep. is because they set systems in place. Systems, yep. Because, and and they're able to hand over a book. Yeah. How many? Small yeah, they're still in the system at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. How, how mm-hmm. many small businesses do you know that have a functioning employee handbook that have a functioning operation manual? Don't be trying to put me on blast. First of all, let me tell you, I didn't have one until a couple years ago when somebody called me. I got it. Oh. Because again, you know the hairdresser who hair be nappy. Nail tech with nails are sketchy. Yeah, 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 that's me. I'm so busy Stop trying to invest in everybody else, you know, and make sure that they're good. That that I've you had ain't. struggles with right. investing in myself, and 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 that's my truth. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, but yeah, but I know what it looks like for other businesses, 
and until okay. you're able to hand a sheet of paper over to somebody else and say, "This is how, this you, is how you run," I don't it. care yeah. if you're running a a a, a, a you're a salon, a hair salon. Mm-hmm. If you have a hair salon and you expect your hairdresser to be able to come in and say, "Okay, um, I'm the hair wash girl. Okay, I'm the bowl girl. Cool." But she's not washing the hair that you want. You want her to rinse the, to wash the hair three times, condition mm-hmm. it three times, mm-hmm. comb through it one time, and then right. add a setting lotion and then put it under the dryer. But she's doing yeah. it the way that she's always done it because right. you never gave her any specific directions or procedures to follow. Well, so Connie, what, you you just you. I think you're snatching all of the edges right now. Okay, and I don't you you scaring the people. You scaring. <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. I don't want, and I scare the people. I've been told that. You know why? Because for for many years in my many. own business, mm-hmm. I did it wrong, and mm-hmm. I just it just in the in the United States, I've created over a hundred businesses, mm-hmm. and I've seen which ones fail. Yeah, and for people, especially the ones that look like me, I'm passionate about it. So if I scare you, be scared. Be scared. It's okay. It's okay. Because I'm passionate about this. Because I don't want to see us fail. I want right. us to be able to have a business that we can pass down to our kids. Come on. Our parents had nothing to pass down to us. They Zero. didn't understand systems. They had businesses. They worked their whole lives. Their grandparents worked their whole lives. Yeah. And then our great, great, great grandparents. Come on. Mm-hmm. So nobody ever was able to teach us, hey, baby, I know you like the way grandma's uh, pies taste. Yes. But um, grandma can't tell you the system that I have in order to make this pie. Because all I do is put a dash in there and a right. smidgen of this yes. and a pinch of that. Girl. So she, grandma couldn't even teach us how to make her pie. <sighs> you see what I'm saying? And Help us, Connie. So, so for me, I need us to know how to teach our children how to make pies. Come I'm going to tell my daughter, yes, in my mind, it's going to take a pinch, but I need her to be able to recreate yes. the greatness that I've created right now. You're going to take this it's not a pinch, baby. It's a teaspoon. Yes. It's a teaspoon. And Ooh. you shave it across the top with the, with the butter on. knife. And then you dump it in there. Come. And no, don't just dump everything all at once because it seems easier, but it makes it harder to stir. Yeah. Well, why, mommy? Because then if you don't stir, I'm going to explain that to her because nobody explained it to me. And, and it's not our parents' fault. Yeah. They didn't know. They didn't know. Because grandma taught them about a pinch. But when you know better. You do better. You Come do on, better. God. So that's what we all trying to do in this place is know better so we can do better. So it is obvious. I don't even have to invite you to come to Connie's session. You already going to be like, email me like Jen, <laughs> put me in Connie's session. Like whatever other session is going on, God bless them. But put me in Connie's session. So thank you so much for all of those gems that you shared with us and that you are leaving your sweet, dear little baby girl and you're coming all the way to California to be with us for this Dream Chaser conference. So before we leave, can you just share maybe two resources that it's like, okay, if you was feeling me, I need you to take action. Just like you said, like we can be dreamers all day, but let's take some action. I need you to take action and get these specific resources. What would you recommend? Okay. So of course, because it's mine and it's a shameless plug, get my book. Scratch get her book. Must have playbook for organizing an entrepreneur's brain. It is available I have on it. Amazon, and it's amazing. Uh, it's on Amazon, and it's also on my website, ConnieSFalls.com. It really cool. gives you a breakdown on how to create the policies, processes, and procedures, and all the systems before that, and, and get your mind ready for how to run your business. 
So that's of course, my first resource. The second is the E Myth, the E Myth, M Y T H, and it's by Michael E Gerber. That book is it's it's kind of like a business bible because it teaches you about what stages you're in in business and and what part you're strong in. Mm-hmm. So it gives a breakdown of entrepreneur versus technician uh, versus manager. The entrepreneur okay. is the dreamer who comes up with great ideas. The technician right. is the person that actually does everything. And then the manager is the person who actually manages those tasks. Whatever your strength is, awesome. Go work in that. The other two, go hire somebody to yep. do the rest. Um, and then the, my, my third is, it's an app called Wonderlist. Wonder with a U. W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T. It's okay. a task management app. Have okay. all of your tasks written out. Put deadlines to it. That's how you're able to accomplish more things every single day. I have all of my clients on there. I can see all of their progress, every task that they have. You get alerts and reminders to your phone. Like it's imperative that we're checking off items every single day to get Mm -hmm. closer to whatever our dream is. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow. Connie, thank you. Thank you so much. Your wisdom, your knowledge is unmatched. And I'm just so happy that you are going to grace us with your presence at the Dream Chaser Conference. So that's y'all invitation to go ahead and go to dreamchaseherconference.com to register so you can be a part of this historic experience. That's exactly what I'm calling it, an historic experience. And like Connie said, it's not going to be just a who's who's come looking cute. We want you to come ready to learn ready to network, ready to really put yourself out there and just soak up every single piece of content that's going to push you closer to your dream. So again, thank you so much, Connie, for being on today. Thank you listeners for rocking with us today. Go ahead and register for the conference today. And I want to leave you guys with this. And I want you to remember this, write it down, take a picture as Smokey would say, that your dream is worth the work. All right, guys, thank you so much, and I'll see you next episode.